like to welcome you to Hopeful Conversations, hosted by Jody Aiken and Carolyn Reese. We are so excited you are joining our conversations. Our mission today is to encourage and challenge you as well as fill you with hope from God's Word. Just like the psalmist said in Psalms 103 verse 5, I wait for the Lord and my soul waits, and in His Word I hope. We thank you for joining us today on Hopefield Conversations and pray you will grow in the waiting and rely on hope from God's Word. I now give you Jody and Carolyn. Welcome to Hopefield Conversations. I'm Carolyn, and I have Wendy Munn with us. Hello, everyone. Hey, we are missing Jody today. She is visiting grandbaby. Yeah. Um, so, but I'm so excited to have Wendy here to talk about contentment in challenging times and praying through that. That is a topic we all need mm-hmm. <laughs> a yes. reminder from God's word about. And so, um, it's going to be a really great time, and we're so glad to have Wendy back. She's been on several episodes before, so I know y'all are looking forward to what she has to say. So before we start, though, let's open up in prayer. Lord, thank you so much for your word, for the way that you speak through it each time we open it. And so I pray that today, this conversation that we have will be an encouragement and a challenge um, for us, of course, and then for our listeners. And I pray that you will just um, work as only you can in this area of contentment, finding contentment, even in challenging times, and knowing how to pray and and just grow in our relationship with you through those. So um, Jesus, just have your way during this time in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Wendy. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are? I can. Okay. So um, I have been at Inglewood Baptist Church for 22 years. Mm-hmm. Um, I currently am the Client Services Director for Your Choice Resource Pregnancy Center. Um, and that is just a blessing to be able to minister through that. Um, I am married to Billy Munn, and I have two children who are married. And I have one precious grandbaby Aww. named Joanne. <laughs> she is precious. She is. <laughs> So sweet. Well, awesome. Well, okay. So this topic of contentment, praying, you know, we're continuing this series. We've been talking through so many excellent topics of just praying through different seasons and times and circumstances in life. And so to contentment, wow, I think this applies to every one of us. (laughs) Contentment, I I laughed when we started looking at the topics. Yeah. Yeah of possibly what I might share. I, God has a sense of humor <laughs> because I I know when we shared this with the ladies at the conference, yeah. um, for me to talk on contentment is a bit, it's a bit ironic because <laughs> it is something I have struggled with yeah. off and on through my life yeah. in various areas. And so I, I preface this to all of you ladies who are listening <laughs> to know, I so don't have this right, right. but I think the beauty of what we'll talk about is the learning of it, mm-hmm. and and we all should be students. And um, Jesus is the most amazing teacher, that's and right. so that's how I'll preface. That's this. right, and I think we all feel the same. We all have had. We're not struggling with contentment currently. We have before, and we yes. will again. It is just one of those things that comes around all the time. So it let's is. learn how to deal with this and pray through these times. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I always, I, I'm a definition gal and mm. I've listened to a lot of these. I know you are yes, too. Yes, I am. <laughs> so I, I, as I started working through this, it was like, okay, Lord, contentment. Like what is contentment? Yeah. So Merriman-Webster, you know, my go-to definition, my go-to dictionary 
contentment as a noun doesn't tell you much. It just says <laughs> the quality or state of being contented. Well, okay, okay. what is that? <laughs> but contented as an adjective is feeling or showing satisfaction with one's possessions, status, or situation. Yeah. Okay. A lot of times those are some of the things that we struggle with discontentment. Well, what is discontentment? And this was what really, I think, grabbed my attention as I started this study is discontentment, according to Merriam-Webster, is a sense of grievance or a restless Mm. aspiration for improvement. Restless is a word I want us to hang on as we really look through this. Wow. Yeah, that stands out. I feel like we can all relate to that word, discontentment. Because if you think of discontentment in your life, don't you remember (laughs) that those feelings of anxiousness and restlessness? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, let's If you think about seeking to improve, so that definition of contented, to seek to improve our possessions or our situation or our status in and of itself, I mean, that's not a bad thing. Right. It's not a bad thing to pursue a better job, even to replace a car so your car is not reliable. Right. So let's buy a car that's reliable and safe. You know, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. But when that aspiration for these things becomes restless, like we talk yeah. about, and it causes you to take your eyes off Jesus mm-hmm. and look at the world's standards, yeah. you focus on the world's standards for contentment, then discontentment usually follows wow. when you just lose that focus. Mm-hmm. As I went through the word study, peace is a synonym mm-hmm. for contentment. Mm-hmm. Well, let's face it. <laughs> Most of us. Find it really hard to be at peace when we're not content. Yeah. And when we're not content, we are not at peace. Yeah. yeah. They walk hand in hand. Yeah. So as I prayed, okay, Lord, I, I didn't necessarily want to use this scripture because it is the scripture everyone knows. But the Lord really, I love, love <laughs> how the Holy Spirit just says, yeah. but this is where we want to go. Yeah. So we went... I, this study, I based it on the scripture that most people think about when they think about contentment yeah. in the New Testament, and that is that passage out of Philippians 4, 10 through 13, okay. where Paul's talking about learning the secret of contentment. Yeah. But as I looked at those verses, I feel like it's really important to back up and look at the context of the chapter of chapter four yeah. in Philippians, but even look at the history of the church in Philippi. Yeah. So if y'all humor me with so that. That's so important, Winnie. I'm glad you said that because so often we hear little snippets of verses taken totally out of context and they lose that true meaning. So I'm so glad you're saying that. Absolutely. Yep. And great. so this really, um, I think it taught me a lot and it spoke a lot to my mm-hmm. heart. So most of this I got from my Holman study Bible. So yeah. if you have a good study Bible, it gives you great history um, in most of the chapters. And so Paul planted the church in Philippi during his second missionary journey, which is around AD 51. Mm-hmm. And it was in response, I love this, to his Macedonia vision. Mm-hmm. So if you go back to Acts and you go through Acts 16, the Holy Spirit had basically said, don't preach in Asia. And then the next thing he knew, he had this vision. If you go to six, Acts 16, 9 through 10, he had a vision where someone basically was saying, go to Macedonia, we need your help. Mm-hmm. And so he does. He goes to Macedonia. Well, Philippi happened to be one of the leading cities in the district of Macedonia as a Roman colony. And so 
let's look at a little bit out of Acts 16 as mm-hmm. how to how it applies to the church at Philippi. So most of these stories, a lot of you will know. So that is where Paul met Lydia. Mm-hmm. Lydia was a Gentile, but she was following the God of the Hebrews. And so it's where Lydia came to know the Lord and the church at Philippi basically started. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also where Paul drove the demon out mm-hmm. of the slave girl that was the fortune teller yeah. that her owners were not very happy. It is where he and Silas, for doing all this, were thrown into jail and where they started singing and praising the Lord. And because of that, the Lord mm-hmm. caused an earthquake to make all of their chains fall off and the doors to open. Mm-hmm. Well, then, of course, that led to the story of the jailer, yeah. the Philippian jailer who was going to kill himself. Yeah. And instead, Paul and Silas ministered and his whole household was saved. Yeah. So a lot of history behind the church at Philippi and and yeah. the book of Philippians, the letter to Philippians. Mm-hmm. It was actually the first church that Paul planted in Europe. Wow. So you know that that was close to his heart. So, exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the people of, of Philippi were very close to his heart. Mm-hmm. And so the letter is actually written about 10 years or so later. It's okay. written about AD and he's on house arrest in, mm-hmm. in Rome. Mm-hmm. And it, he starts by the Church of Philippi has sent him a guy named Epaphroditus to encourage him and to bring aid, probably money, mm-hmm. um, while he's on house arrest. So part of this letter is him just thanking the yeah. Church of Philippi. Yeah. Um, but then he uses the rest of it to give some instruction to the church. Mm-hmm. And so... I'd like for us to actually go to the Word and read Philippians. We'll just read 1 through 13. Yeah, that sounds great. Um, So I'm reading out of the English Standard Version, the ESV. So it says, Therefore, my brothers, whom I love and long for, my joy and crown, stand firm thus in the Lord, my beloved. I entreat you, Yodia, and I entreat Senechi, to agree in the Lord. Yes, I ask you also, true companion, help these women who have labored side by side with me in the gospel together with Clement and the rest of my fellow workers whose name are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness or some versions say gentleness Mm -hmm. be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, mm-hmm. let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, If there is anything excellent, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. Mm -hmm. And then to the text that we base it on. Mm -hmm. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at length you have revived your concern for me. You were indeed concerned for me, but you had no opportunity. Not that I'm speaking of being in need. For I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, 
abundance, and need. I can do all things through him, which is Christ, mm-hmm. who strengthens me. Wow. Wow, that scripture is so rich with so many truths. <sighs> so many but truths. But now Carol. that you've read that whole scripture, it, it makes a difference to read that scripture, those focus scriptures in context and in the whole chapter. It really does. <clears throat> and and as you kind of break down and look at those, I, I think there's really, if you look at what the Lord is speaking of and con- what Paul is talking about contentment, the Lord is teaching us through Paul. Mm-hmm. You have to go all the way back up and almost start at verse four. Yeah. You know, I mean, he is telling us to rejoice. He is telling us to let our gentleness be known. Mm -hmm. But one thing that really stood out to me is many times, because Philippians 4, 6, and 7 is like my life verse, Mm -hmm. this do not be anxious. Yes. But if you look in the word itself, the sentence actually starts, the Lord is at hand. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Like, if you look grammatically how it's yeah. in the text, yeah. it says, the Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about mm. anything. Yeah. And I've always just started it at verse 6. Yeah. Do not, Do not be, be anxious about <laughs> yeah. anything. Yeah. And just like, as a believer, mm-hmm. I mean, the Lord is at hand. Yeah. He is with you. He is in you through His Spirit. He is here. Yeah. So do not be anxious about anything. Wow. I mean, contentment to me, discontentment and, and anxiousness, just it's hard to separate those two things. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And so when you start with this command of do not be anxious, <laughs> then hello, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, and uh. then the other thing that he goes to when he says do not be anxious and he says in everything with prayer and supplication. Mm-hmm. Okay. The word nerd looked up another. Yes, yes. (laughs) So what is supplication, y'all? It is the action of asking or begging for something earnestly and humbly. Yeah. Wow, that makes a difference, doesn't it? Because we don't use that word supplication very much. No, no. But begging, yeah. To to beg, to say, Lord, help me to not be anxious, to really start that prayer conversation with the Lord about your discontentment and mm. what's pulling that in to start it right right there Wow! in that prayer and supplication. And isn't it awesome that the Lord wants us to have that kind of interaction with oh, Him? I know. That He wants us to pour out our heart and, you know, tell Him of our, our anxiousness or our discontentment or just where we're struggling. He wants that. It does. It's that intimacy. It, wow. To me, yeah. this so speaks to the intimacy of the relationship that yeah. Christ wants yeah. with us, yeah. which is kind of blows my mind. Amazing. It, awesome. it is. So the other thing that just spoke to me in verse six and seven mm-hmm. is when you do all these things with Thanksgiving, yeah. then the peace of God wow. that we don't understand no. Is going to guard your heart and mind. And as I was studying this to do it, to write this up the first yeah. time, God so spoke to me about our mind mm. being where the battles are. Oh, wow. Yeah. When you look at contentment and you start watching other people's things or status mm. or you look at social media, mm-hmm. that is where the battle is, Absolutely. is in the mind. Mm. And he's telling us right here. That the peace of God that, that we don't understand is going to guard our mind and our heart. But how is it going to happen? In Christ Jesus. Yes. Yeah. In Christ Jesus. Why through Christ Jesus? Because Jesus can be trusted. Yeah. Jesus 
proved his love for us. Yeah. And so he's going to do that for us. Yeah, yeah. You know, it make, it made me think, Wendy, wow, why are you anxious and discontent? Do you? <laughs> yes, I think we forget that, <laughs> wow, yes, that the, the peace of God, it's from God. Yes, it's exactly. God, yes. The, the Almighty, the Creator who yes. knows the number of hairs on our head yes. is offering this, this. Yes. But He's asking us to pray. Yeah. Yeah. He's asking us to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And so then when Paul goes on to 8 and 9, he tells us as we pray and to not be anxious, he tells us what to focus on. Yeah. So you begin, to me, that almost is the beginning of the learning. Yes. Yeah. Because we do need that. We need somewhere else to place our minds. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if you're going to learn to be content, which is in the, you know, the bottom scriptures. Yeah. What, how do you start that? Yeah. Well, you focus and think about all these things that Paul talked about, mm-hmm. what honor and true and pure and lovely and commendable, mm-hmm. all those things. And he tells you not only to think about them, but he says, practice them. Yeah. Mm. That's different. Practice them. And then <laughs> yeah. what does he tell you will happen when you do those? Mm-hmm. The God of peace. Mm-hmm. So it's it's repeated. I love repetition yes. in the scriptures. Yes. So first, the peace of God that, yeah. that we don't understand right. will be with us. But then if we practice these things, then the God of peace mm-hmm. is going to be with us. And I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. It really goes hand in hand. It, it does. It does. Yeah. It does. Yeah. And so, you know, then Paul is rejoicing with the Philippians. Thank you for bringing this. But he's reminding them, I appreciate it, but I I know that God would have provided. Absolutely, yeah. (laughs) He's reminding them almost in himself Mm -hmm. that I I wasn't asking for help and why. Mm -hmm. Because the Lord has given him contentment through all his circumstances. And y'all, let's just talk about Paul. (laughs) Bless him. (laughs) Yes. If he can find contentment in his circumstances, surely we can. I mean, yes. Bless him, you know. He he just was left for dead a whole lot, yes. and and yet he found contentment. Mm-hmm. And one of the words that came to me through this was that when he is saying, you know, that I have learned the secret of contentment, and I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, he's basically saying I can rest mm-hmm. and I can be content through any of the stuff. Yeah. Why? Because Christ my Savior, mm-hmm. strengthens me. Mm. And so sometimes, you know, we talked at the beginning about yeah. taking a scripture out of context. Yeah, yeah. You know, that that verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. <laughs> yeah. It's a bumper sticker, y'all. It it's, is. It's everywhere. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of times we take it and not that it is, does not cover all areas. You know, I can get a better job. I can have a better marriage. I can be a better mom, wife, mm-hmm. sister, whatever. Yeah. But do you really look at that scripture into how Paul was living it? Mm -hmm. So what if this also means I can do all things and those all things are I can endure sickness. Yeah. I can get through a job loss. Wow. I can get through the loss of a loved one, whether it's my parent or my husband Mm. or my child Mm. or my best friend can I do all things through Christ, including enduring suffering, wow. as Paul did, enduring abandonment? Mm-hmm. I can do all things 
Those yeah. are all things, ladies. Those are the things That's we right. all walk through. Everyone has a story. That's right. But those are the things that we can find contentment in the midst of the valley yeah. and the mire and the muck mm-hmm. through Christ and Christ alone. Wow, I love that you put that perspective on it because I think we are so quick to focus on amazing, <laughs> extravagant accomplishments, but yes. that promise, and it's such an encouragement that God is with us and that He, because He lives in us, yes. will allow us to get through these even really tough circumstances. And you know, I, I listened to um, Dr. Jean White's mm. podcast, yes. and she spoke of that. And I think the beauty of how to tie that together is look at the subject she was speaking on, mm-hmm. the hardness of being a caregiver. Yeah. And and, and it, that's what this is talking about is pulling in that recognition of that contentment in the hardest times that you can't see an end to, that Jesus is in there with you. Mm, yes. And I love that you used the word rest because at the beginning we were talking about restlessness, how, yes. how contentment. Oh, good. Yeah, well, Ooh. But it just struck me that the opposite of that is resting in the Lord. And if we can experience that, that is true contentment. It, it is. And, and you know, so one of our challenges through this mm-hmm. this was it was to be called to prayer, women called to yeah, prayer. Yeah, yeah. So how do we figure out how to pray? Like, mm-hmm. do we just say, okay, Lord, make, Lord, I'm praying that you make me content with this. Well... <laughs> You know, Paul's the scripture is I have learned yeah, the yeah. secret of being content. Yeah. So what does it look like to learn this? Yeah. Well, let me tell y'all, I've decided <laughs> I'm gonna be a student yes. till I'm in glory. Yeah, yes, I think and, <laughs> and it doesn't matter because no. <laughs> I'll be in glory. Yeah, anytime we open the word, I feel like that <laughs> oh. we'll be we keep studying it. We keep learning. So I like things that give me direction. Yes. And the Word of God gives us direction. And he led me to give you some resources. Yes, and we'll put them in our show notes so y'all check them out. And I think that we need to be specific. I think that God honors when we dig deep and he knows us. Yeah. He doesn't need us to tell him. No. (laughs) But I think the reality of verbalizing those things and what is causing this discontentment? Why yeah. are you not content? Why are you anxious? Why do you need this or that or not this or that? Or, yeah. I mean, I'm, I can be a whiner. Why me? Mm-hmm. Why is this happening yes. to my family? You know? Yeah. And so what I challenge you to do is to take the first sheet in the handout yeah. is a, is a three-question worksheet. And the first question gets you to identify what are areas that you struggle with contentment in. Mm-hmm. And so I know journaling was has been discussed a yeah. lot in all of these. And so I would encourage you to get a journal and write these down. Really pray. Say, okay, Lord, help me to be honest about what I am I am not content with. Mm-hmm. And I gave you some examples, but they may not be on here. But, I mean, work, marriage, friendships, yeah. your image, church, your status, your career, your possessions, mm-hmm. your health, um, just what is it that you're not content with? And then really start digging in as to oh, why am I not content with this? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I discontent with this? Yeah. And then as you journal through that, then to go to the next area of lament. And I think sometimes mm-hmm. in this culture, 
we don't lament things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are there areas in this journey of learning to be content that you do need to lament? Yeah, yeah. Are there losses? Or have there been hurts or betrayals or injustices that you're just struggling with to get past to find contentment in these mm-hmm. areas? Mm-hmm. One thing that so spoke to me through this is the difference in a lament. You know, I already told you I can whine. Yeah. Well, you know, whining is just complaining. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the Lord tells us in the word that we are not to complain. Right. (laughs) But the difference in a lament is a lament is to express sorrow or mourning Mm -hmm. or regret for, and sometimes demonstratively. Yeah. You know, if you think about just crying out. Mm -hmm. But the beauty of a lament compared to a complaint is a lament will start out with the crying out to God and voicing this complaint. But then mm-hmm. the, the lament asks God for help. Yeah, yeah. And then the response is to trust God and then to praise Him. Yeah. Big difference wow. in just whining yeah. and complaining. Yeah, because it's almost like letting go of it. Exactly. Putting it out there and then letting it go. Oh, Carolyn, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so go to the Psalms. The Psalms are full so of good. laments. Yeah. David lamented often. I love yeah. David. You know, one minute David's on top of the world, and the next minute he's saying, oh, Lord, yeah. why? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is who we are in, in the flesh. That's and right. so great lamentations, obviously, yeah. <laughs> book full of laments. Yeah. Um, and even Jeremiah, there mm-hmm. laments. A lot of the prophets, in, even in the minor prophets, there are a lo- there's a lot of laments. Yeah. I know even Habakkuk has. There are a lot of laments. Yeah. So why go? Why are you letting this happen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would encourage you to go to the scriptures and read through those and, yeah. and work through those as you work through this, trying to figure out why you're not finding your contentment right, in the Lord. Right, right. And he was, David especially, was so real with the Lord. Yes. With his his sorrow or his frustrations. Um, and I think it's so encouraging and such a good reminder to us that we can... We can be real with the Lord. He already knows. He does. But it's for our benefit to be <laughs> to share our our sorrows with him, to pour out our heart. He yeah. can handle it. He he knows. And you know, sometimes I think almost if you're a parent mm-hmm. and you know that your child is struggling with something, yeah. you want them to sit down and talk with you, but you don't want to force them to talk with you. Right. You want them to be ready to talk with you. Right. And I just see God as our father saying, yes. I'm here. Yeah. I am here and I have your answers. That's right. But I need you to stop. Yeah. I need you to rest. I need you to talk to yeah. me. I yeah. need you to pour out your heart and then I will lead you yeah. to the answers you need. Mm. Um, the last question on our worksheet yeah. will step on your toes. It'll just hurt your feelings. <laughs> Sometimes we need that though. <laughs> because it is basically identify the idols that are in your life mm. because so often our discontentment comes from things that we have set up as idols in our lives above Jesus. Right, right. What things hinder you from spending time with the Lord and time in his word? Mm. What things or people or relationships or positions that you're trusting in more are you trusting in instead of trusting Jesus for the outcome or for whatever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we trust in things that change, which 
Yeah. Make, you know, <laughs> as I it do really this. really wobbly, stu- doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, worldly things are not trustworthy. And then, of course, we get disappointed right. because it didn't fulfill what we thought. Right. And then that leads us to be in discontent. And mm. that leads us to be anxious and without peace. And it's like, yeah. But if we would focus on Jesus, yeah. who is unchanging, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever, right. tells us that in Hebrews 13, 8, <laughs> then you can settle in. Is it that you would want your situation to change? Possibly so. But can you find contentment in the, in midst, the midst of yep. where you are right. or what is going on? That's right. We can. Mm. I love this worksheet, Wendy. I think sometimes we just need to set aside that that time and slow down. Yes. Stop what we're doing and and work through these things. Yes. Because we can find so much freedom and peace. Absolutely. And to just work through and just to pray through each of these questions and say, Lord, I am asking you to unearth this out of my spirit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Unearth this. Help me to be real with you. Yes. Help me to quit justifying why I'm feeling like this and Mm. why I should have this and why this shouldn't be happening to me and recognize that you have a purpose for everything. That's right. Mm, That's so good. So the second worksheet, I basically did a prayer because I yes. think sometimes if you're if you're not used to praying the scriptures, you're like, well, so how do I pray the scriptures? <laughs> right. And it's taking the scriptures and putting in how you pray. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. Do you want to read through yeah. it or not? Yeah. Wendy, would you read that? Because I think that's such a good thing. Because we do read the scriptures and we see it as more of something we read, and so we're kind of like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> do I pray these exact words? How can I turn it yes. into a prayer with the same? theme or the same ideas. So yeah, read it, Wendy. That's awesome. All right. So I used our text. I used Philippians and I used um, five through seven and then I used 12 and 13, which was part of our initial text. And so this is not, um, health is an issue I've had off and on, but it's not a it's not a current thing, right? But I used health because I think in mm. health is a it's a big issue that people wonder why am yes. I in this state? Yeah, and so that's the topic I used as I wrote this prayer. Awesome. Um, and so this is just an example of how you might pray the scriptures. Mm. Lord, I know that you are at hand. You tell me not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by parent prayer and supplication with thanksgiving to let my request be known to you. Oh, Lord, I am so anxious about my health. I battle with pain and difficulty doing basic activities every day. You know that I am afraid of not being able to take care of myself. Lord, I thank you for the health I have had until now and that I can still care for myself. I thank you for the times my pain is less. Lord, I am crying out to you to guide me to find a doctor or a treatment to improve my condition or at least not let it progress anymore. I trust you to give me your peace that surpasses all understanding. I trust you to guard my heart and mind in Christ Jesus to stay focused on you and to not be afraid. Lord, I'm asking to be your student to learn the secret of being content with my state of health. To trust your plan, whether my health improves, stays the same, or gets worse. I know that you understand suffering. I can do all things, including dealing with my failing health and physical suffering, 
through you, Jesus, who strengthens me. Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Mm. I love that, Wendy. I love that. And I love that. I mean, this is such an awesome prayer to pray over ourselves or over somebody else that might be struggling with health, but really taking that and, and, um, kind of making it go along with our own situation that yes. we could do it for health. We could do it for any, anything. anything. You could do it for health. You could do it for a job. You yeah. could do it for even your fear over someone's situation in life, mm, whether mm-hmm. it's not health, whether it could yeah. be choices that they're making. Yeah. Um, wow. I love that. And it's so practical and, and personal. You can take the scripture and just remind yourselves of the truth while yes. still pouring out your heart to the Lord. Yes. Um, but yes, I love that. I love that. And I'm yes. glad y'all, this is a, another valuable resource that we'll provide for you. So this is awesome. Yeah. And so there are no magic words. Yes. Yeah. You know, you pour out, you pour out, but it's powerful to pray back to God, his word. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is so powerful. And so mm-hmm. I would just encourage you as you walk through this journey of contentment. And, you know, we all have seasons. We'll have seasons yeah. where we settle in and seem content and, a lot of times it's when things are going well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, discontentment often comes when life is not going yep. well. Yeah. When there's illness, when there's death, when there's financial strain, yeah. when there's, perfect, you know, like your job. Yeah. And so it's it's trying to really learn. And I think what God taught me as I studied this is learning that secret of contentment so that then you can apply it. Yes. Every time through his word. Yep. Yes. Um, mm. So the other thing I, I gave is there's a, a sheet in the resources that are just some articles I read as I did this. I didn't really pull anything from them, but yeah. just that kind of confirmed a lot of what um, I had studied. I would suggest you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give a plug out for this hopeful <laughs> conversation. Y'all had done some things that really focused on contentment. Mm-hmm. And so I've listed some actual specific podcasts that y'all have done awesome. in the past okay. um, and some other podcasts there. Y'all, hiding the word of God in our hearts yes. is so important mm. to be able to pray contentment yes. for contentment or for anything. Yeah. And so I've listed some apps for, you know, Bible memory and that type yes. of thing. Yes, yes. And then I think when it when Paul talked about what we should focus on, mm-hmm. I think listening to worship music and staying in the Word help refocus us. Absolutely. You yeah. know, we take our eyes off Jesus, look at all those idols, all those temporary things, but refocusing. And y'all, I don't know if you're Shane and Shane fans, but Ooh, they yes. have, <laughs> they sing the Psalms. Oh, oh yes. My goodness, y'all. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Yes. Oh, so good. Beautiful. And then there's another um, album that's called The Corner Room that does songs. Awesome. Um, but just, I would encourage you to listen to music that there's a lot of music that actually the song is the scripture. Scriptures, yes. Yeah. And so I would just really encourage you to do that. And what an awesome way to memorize too. At, oh, if you, if you, yeah. If you learn through music, that's an awesome way to memorize. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, these are awesome resources, Wendy. Y'all take advantage of these. I'm going to download them and print them for myself so I can work through these. Well, oh. good. The, lastly, I just yeah. I put some verses down, but I would encourage you to use, you know, Carolyn and them talk about this a lot. Carolyn and Jody talk about this a lot, about putting scripture in front of you on a note card, on a post-it, yeah. in a screenshot on your phone. But 
so that when you get where you're at that point where you want to whine and complain or you want to mm-hmm. focus on something else to fix what's going on besides Christ, that you use that to reground you, to re- yes. reground you in Christ and the one who who's the only one to bring us that contentment. Yeah. But I love that, that the word tells us you must learn the secret of being content. It doesn't say, I will give you contentment. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It tells you how to seek Christ from which our contentment comes. Mm. Yes. Winnie, this has been so challenging <laughs> and so encouraging at the same time because you've given us these tools and this reminder that the Lord loves us and he, he cares for us. And he's there, and we can cry out to him. I love that. Would you pray over our listeners, Wendy, that oh, are listening right now? I will. Okay. I will. Um, dear Holy Father, Lord, I just so thank you for this time and this opportunity to dig into your word um, and then to be able to share that with precious um, women who are listening. And so, Lord, for every listener who is on here right now, you know their struggles you know what areas may be hard right now. And so I pray that you just um, guide them to just rest in you, to, to spend time in your word, and to guide them to trust that, that you and you alone will bring them peace and bring them contentment, Father God. Lord, thank you for your word. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your love. And thank you that you dwell in us and you guard our hearts and minds through Jesus and Jesus alone. And so, Lord, we we praise you. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory and we give you all the honor. And we lift all this up in the mighty and sovereign name of the one who brings us contentment, the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. so much for joining us today. We know there are other podcasts to listen to, and we are humbled that you chose Hopefield Conversations. If you enjoyed our conversation today, we invite you to subscribe. If you found our conversations helpful, or if you would like to share comments with Jody or Carolyn, you may email them at hfc at englewoodbaptist.com. If you need to talk with a pastor at our church, please email next at englewoodbaptist.com. Once again, thank you for spending time with us today.